This is Deanna Gosha with episode 18 of the Sojourn Podcast. Today we're beginning our new series, Christmas Stories of Joy and Peace. We can feel alone and disconnected due to the busyness of our lives. At Sojourn, we believe women should not travel alone. We connect with each other through our stories, letting us know we're not alone in our feelings or our circumstances. Join me each week as I teach, tell stories, or interview other women to help us connect with one another and see God's presence in our midst. If you've ever felt alone or disconnected, this podcast is just for you. We piled into the car in the early, cool December morning. My mom and dad in the front, me and my sister in the back, Pulling out of the driveway, we'd start the 12-hour journey from Alabama to Kansas. 12 hours, give or take a few hours, depending on the current speed limit. The years when President Carter dropped it from 75 to 55 were excruciating. Every single Christmas growing up, we made the same trek to grandmother's house we go. The anticipation was huge Both sets of grandparents lived within a couple miles of each other, and for a while, there were even a few great-grandparents. And the aunts and uncles and cousins for a little family of four living over 700 miles from the nearest relative, this was big. The night before we left, we packed the trunk of the car, all the gifts for all the people, Tins of delicately decorated cookies my mom had spent all week deep into each night making. Suitcases packed tight. Inevitably, Dad would declare that it wouldn't all fit and come inside collapsing into his easy chair. Mom would go outside and rearrange and, ta-da, it always fit. Possibly part of the problem was Mom could never decide on what to take to wear, so half her winter wardrobe would end up in the trunk. As we barreled down the road through Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, Arkansas, Oklahoma, and finally Kansas, the boredom would set in. Mom would suddenly exclaim, Santa must have had a hole in his sack because I just found two gifts. One is marked for Deanna, and the other says it's for Darcy. Excitedly, we'd unwrap them to find an activity book or something similar to keep us busy. Santa must have had a really big hole in his bag, because usually these surprise gifts appeared at least three times during the trip. The gifts were a special kind of joy infused into a long, monotonous trip. They weren't something we earned. They weren't something that was owed to us. We didn't really deserve them. They were a little grace given to us. And we were having all of it, filled with joy as the wrapping paper flew off and the surprise came to light. We would settle down into our seats, coloring or reading or playing. I'm sure my mom breathed a sigh of relief as no more asking how much longer until we got to Grandma's house. It's funny. I mean, both Grandpa and Grandma lived there, 
but we always referred to it as going to grandma's house. As the day wore on and multiple rest areas were visited, fast food places stopped at and fuel stops made, dusk began to settle. I'd start to panic just a bit. I'd read my book as fast as I could or try to do the last puzzle in the activity book. Once darkness fell, there was nothing to do. In a day long before car, TV screens, and earbuds and iPads, we were left with little to do as Dad nixed any thought of a light in the back. I'd even tried a flashlight, but that little life hack was quickly squashed. We tried to play some word games and sing a few Christmas carols, but soon we tired of it. My sister would fall asleep, sometimes leaned over on top of me. Mom and Dad would talk quietly, trying not to wake her. Every once in a while, Mom would refill Dad's highly caffeinated coffee from the red plaid thermos to help him keep awake. Long periods would go by with everyone lost in their own thoughts. And that's when I'd stare out my side window with my forehead pressed up against the cold glass. On a good night, the stars twinkled in the dark sky. I had no idea what constellations I was looking at. It didn't really matter to me. I loved the stars in the big, expansive sky. I felt small and yet somehow important on those nights as we drove across the Oklahoma prairie land. I dream of all the things that would take place when we reached our grandparents' home, how gifts would be piled high in the corner around a tree. I'd sleep on the couch or in a sleeping bag under the dining room table with some of the cousins. Pies and turkey and ham and green bean casserole were being made in the kitchen while the aunts all chatted and I listened while acting like I wasn't. Squeezing into my other grandparents' tiny home that felt warm from the furnace and smelled of freshly made divinity and fudge. No Christmas tree was found in this home, but gifts were still piled around a floored lamp. And my grandmother's excitement over Christmas could not be extinguished. I dreamed of the future and what it would look like I thought about all the things. Every so often, a house would come in sight in the distance with lights all around it, and I would look at it until it was far out of sight. Then I'd go back to gazing at the expansive sky. I didn't worry too much about the driver falling asleep, or drunk drivers on the road, or people running stop signs. I wasn't concerned about running out of gas or a belt falling out of the engine or the battery going dead. I sure didn't think about getting lost or having our car stolen. I was tucked in tight in the warm and comfortable back seat. It felt like peace, right in the middle of all the things that could or might be going wrong. And yet, there you are aware of the greatness of God, known by Him, loved by Him, held. 
Thousands of years ago, the shepherds heard the voice of an angel. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And then more angels joined in. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Great joy for all the people on earth peace. Joy and peace. We come almost to the curve in the road, and there in the corner was Grandpa and Grandma's home. Painted white boards with a long front porch, lit up inside, the porch light glowing in the darkness, welcoming us home. As the angels appeared in that field with the shepherds and the sheep and the darkness and the stars, They were a light glowing in the darkness, welcoming the shepherds home. Joy and peace had come at last. As we come into the Advent season of anticipation of Jesus' birth, here are some things to think about. What's bringing you joy right now? What is undeserved? unearned, but just there, reminding you of God's grace and love. Maybe it's the laughter of a child. Perhaps it's the smell of cookies baking in the oven, or it's the knowledge of the gift you are giving to someone special. Where are you finding peace? Are you reminding yourself that you are loved, known, and seen by God, that in this great big world, you are not alone. He is here with you. Join us for more Christmas stories of joy and peace during the month of December. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. May you experience God's joy and peace. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram as Sojourn Women. Follow us there for more Sojourn updates.